According to the FDA.gov, on September 14, 2018, the FDA unveiled a five-year action plan for supporting antimicrobial stewardship in veterinarian settings. This plan builds upon the important steps the Center for Veterinarian Medicine has already taken to support the judicious use of antimicrobials in animals, and it is driven by the concept that the medically important antimicrobial drugs should only be used in animals when necessary for the treatment, control, or prevention of specific diseases. One action item included in this plan is to ensure that any medically important antimicrobial new animal drugs that continue to remain available as over-the-counter products are brought under the oversight of licensed veterinarians. Hey y'all, I'm Mel and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. The purpose of this guidance is to provide sponsors with specific recommendations on how to facilitate voluntary changes to the approved conditions of the use of these drugs to prescription marketing status. The voluntary process outlined in this guidance will help to ensure new animal drugs containing antimicrobials of human importance are administered only under veterinarian oversight and only for therapeutic uses. That, my friends, is from the FDA, and that started back in 2018. GFI 263, that is what we're going to talk about today. If you don't know what GFI means, it just means guidance for industry. GFI number 263 has a two-year implementation period that begins June 11th, 2021. So this started two years ago. To provide for a more predictable timeline for when revised prescription labels are expected to enter the market, we've asked that the affected drug companies make plans to ensure after June 11th, 2023, all new product entering distribution channels be labeled as prescription products. The FDA intends to allow existing inventory of the over-the-counter label product that may already be in distribution channels to deplete. So that is what we're facing right now. We're facing the June 11th. They are going to remove all prescription antibiotics off the shelf. So now you're going to have to go and find a veterinarian. We know most of our listeners are just uh, small backyard chicken keepers. Uh, We do have some homestead people that also tune in. Now, that situation with their homestead, you know, if they have cattle, pigs, goats, definitely going to be affected in a huge way. 
today we're just going to speak to those backyard chicken keepers that are kind of freaking out uh, because of the fact that uh, it's really hard to find a veterinarian who will see chickens. And this is what the FDA is doing. They are going to force you to find a veterinarian. So what do you do when you can't find a veterinarian that even sees chickens? So this is going to be something pretty serious that we really need to pay attention to. And to be fair, this really isn't something that's new. They started this June 11th, 2021. And we are just coming to that end date of June 11th, 2023. So we're just going to try and maybe talk about it, see what we can do, see what we're going to do, and give you all some resources of what can what can you do. If you're not aware, over-the-counter sales of specific antibiotics in the U.S. will end June 11th, 2023. These medications will be available, but will require a VET prescription. Now, the FDA is saying that the intent to stop the antimicrobial resistance, that's the goal, is to stop the resistance uh, to these drugs that are also used in humans. Now, this isn't limited to, you know, animals that are used for food source. This is all of us are going to be affected, even with our companion animals. They want these resistance, you know, to stop so that it will eventually enter the food source. You know, those animals that are are raised for feed, um, you know, they want to stop that, which, so they're going to have to include all of our animals, including our companion animals. Now, this and other states, I think California and definitely other countries have already implemented this. They have removed uh, antibiotics for off of the market and only can be attained by a veterinarian prescription. Now, there may be other states I just, I'm not aware of. Just, I know that California and some places over seas have completely stopped. Now I am concerned with this because of the fact that many people, because one, they can't find a veterinarian that will see backyard chickens. Uh, two, it is definitely more cost effective to go to a feed store, order online these types of uh, antibiotics and to treat your own flock. Uh, now you're going to re- have to re- see a veterinarian uh, you're going to have to pay for the prescription, which is, you know, a lot of people are concerned with markup. Like, you know, you see human medications, they get marked up so high. And, you know, will that animal uh, suffer? Yeah, I think it definitely will suffer uh, to the point of even death. Because now, uh, what do you do? You d- you could at least make the effort to try some type of antibiotic to help uh, your bird And now you don't really have that option. And so you're left with either really traveling far to find a veterinarian. uh, And then how many cases are there going to be of just euthanasia because you cannot treat um, your animal the way it should be treated? And then uh, what about animal neglect? What's considered neglect? You know, they are putting us in a very tight position. So... You know, if you can't treat your animal, is that considered neglect or, you know, there's just a lot of different aspects, ways to think of this and to look at it. And I've seen a lot of 
backyard chicken groups talking about just go out and buy everything they can find, you know, prior to the state. And I'm not going to tell you what to do, obviously, but you definitely need to look at some of these antibiotics and see what their expiration dates are. And I also seen a lot of panic on different types of, you know, like vet spray and uh, warming medicine, those types of things. These things are not affected. This is just for uh, antibiotics. Now, this also on the list, there is a huge list. Um, I will link in the show notes. You can go look at it. Uh, it does include the eye ointment. Uh, that is a antibiotic that will be pulled off the shelf as well. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but I will link in the show notes, like I said, uh, the list of the drugs that are being, that are switching to prescription only. This will not affect um, certain um, coccidiosis medications, uh, dewormers, you know, things like that, that will not be, that is not on the list. So I know I've seen some misinformation being spread. Uh, definitely, if you go read the FDA, the list is there. I do strongly encourage you to contact a local veterinarian. You definitely have to have a uh, patient to veterinarian relationship set in place uh, to get these types of medications. Now, what is considered a veterinarian uh, to client relationship is really going to depend on your state, uh, how they define that. Also, your veterinarian, uh, they will have their own policies and procedures, but they definitely have to go by the FDA. Now, you can contact your state's veterinarian office. I think this is a place to go to get a list of veterinarians in your area. Also, ask around. Ask people in your area, you know, where do you take your chickens? You know, do you have a specific veterinarian that will not necessarily be an avian veterinarian, but will they, are they willing to see, you know, my chicken in, in need and there was some talk of the medications, which we touched on a little bit about the up, you know, the upcharge of it. And definitely there is a markup in medications and it's not going to be any different for your animals. You do not have to purchase these types of medications, you know, directly from your veterinarian. You can take that prescription and you can go online just like you can now. You can we buy some of our dog's medications online. We just have to have that prescription or you, um, they will contact your veterinarian to verify that you have a prescription and you can go online to some of these different places and you can get your medications cheaper than purchasing directly from your veterinarian. Now, maybe not all of them. I, I don't know. It just will depend on what type of medication it is that you are obtaining from your veterinarian. And I have noticed uh, some people discuss that, you know, they have gotten prescriptions for their animals and, you know, a friend called and they shared it with their friend. And this is definitely not something that we want to promote because it, it is illegal and it is also illegal to use certain medications for without a veterinarian's approval uh, for off-label. Now, I know this sucks because nobody wants the government to tell them what to do, okay? I'm right there with you. I want my freedom. I want to be able to do the things I need to do. 
uh, with my animals. But I really kind of see why this is happening and why it's going the way it is. Because so many people have just went and purchased uh, these types of antibiotics and treating their backyard flock. And they have no idea what they're treating. You could assess your bird and you could come up with five or 10 different things that could be wrong with it. You know, and without testing, without those types of things that a veterinarian's office has that we don't have access to, you're kind of just throwing things around. And this is where resistance um, comes from. This is where it's getting to this point where we are having to go through a veterinarian to obtain these types of medications. Like I said, I, I, you know, I don't like to be told what to do. I understand that getting a veterinarian to see a chicken is really tough. Uh, so I kind of see both sides. I definitely see this being a issue. Um, I see a lot of people trying to obtain medications that they, they shouldn't have because the real fear of resistance to these uh, antibiotics in the human, for us humans, you know, if we develop a resistance, then we are definitely in trouble. But I also feel, you know, I do feel compassion for those who are worried and scared of what to do. And I know there are lots of places that are moving towards, you know, herbal types of medications or herbal types of medicinal purposes, which I'm not against anything natural. You know, if you can treat natural, that's great. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of concerned now. Uh, I see a lot of stuff online with people trying to treat illnesses in their birds with herbs, and it really not make a difference. If you're not an herbalist, you know, you just, herbs can be dangerous too. Overdosing on herbs, your your chickens can definitely overdose on certain types of herbs. So I don't know. I'm getting a little worried about that too. I think that we definitely need to have um, more education on the herbs first before we just start giving our chickens a bunch of concoctions. But like I said, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just providing the information. This is the information from uh, the FDA's website. You can definitely read up uh, more on it. But I, I just wanted to put this information out there that it's not all types of medications that you get from the feed store. I don't like to say the word medication because uh, some of these products are not necessarily medications. You're you're more of a support medications or support products to help with uh, certain ailments in our chickens. But like I said, they're not all of these products are, that are being said online are, are going to veterinarian, are going to veterinarian. So do your own research and definitely read through the FDA's um, 263 so you get more of an idea of what is going on, what you're facing, and start reaching out to people, local people, see if they have veterinarians. Um, definitely time to be proactive because this is coming and it's coming very quickly.
Now you can send us an email at wilmothewonderhand.com or you can send us a, a direct message on IG if, you know, things that um, are on the list that I didn't notice uh, that I misspoke on. I would definitely, uh, I'm okay to uh, educating myself as well. Now, if you're a rancher, a farmer, a big cattle farmer, uh, this is definitely, uh, my heart goes out to you. Uh, I think most of these farmers around here that I know of, they have a veterinarian relationship already. And if you have a prior relationship with your veterinarian, you know, you may not have to go into the office every time there is an illness. Uh, possibly could just call and kind of go over what's going on with your veterinarian and then they could send in a prescription. I know that has happened here for us with some of my birds because of our avian veterinarian. We have a relationship with them. And if I feel like there's something going on, uh, we can discuss it over the phone and they will call a prescription in. So that's where that client and veterinarian relationship will be so important and crucial for the longevity of our flock. So I just think we need to, one, reach out to our local veterinarians, even if they do not see chickens, let them know. Obviously, they know of the bill that's coming out, the bill that will be um, implemented of this year, next month. Let them know that, you know, your concerns. Uh, maybe they will see your, your chicken. I mean, just because they're not an avian veterinarian doesn't mean that they can't learn right alongside of us. Uh, reach out to your neighbor. Uh, reach out to people online. Um, social media is a great place to ask. Ask around for who sees their chickens in your region, your area. Possibly make a post online asking for veterinarian references. These are things that, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I wish it wasn't this way, but I kind of understand. So now we just have to move forward. Now we have to dig our heels in and figure out what we're going to do. Because giving up is not an option. Uh, being angry really isn't going to make any difference. I'd love to hear your take on this. You can send us a message or email us at wilmothewonderhand.com. Until next time, bye, y'all. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonderhand. Hand.